Are you interested in starting a podcast but aren't sure how to do so? I have the perfect solution for you. Anchor is an app created by Spotify that allows you to record and upload your very own episodes to your personal podcast. And did I mention it's 100% free? Yes, 100% free. All you have to do is head over to your app store, download Anchor, or go online and type anchor.fm and get started today. It possesses the tools necessary to help you record, edit, and upload your episodes to Anchor and or Spotify. What are you waiting for? It's as simple as one, two, three. Go ahead and get started today. And again, it's free. Hey guys, so I am back with yet another episode of Knowing This Becoming That. As you all may know, or as you should know by now, I am your host, Kaya. So today I'm not really going to do too much ranting. Um, This is the second, also this is the second episode that I'm posting today. I was going to go a different route with this episode, but I kind of changed my mind. Um, so yeah, I will let you all know eventually what I will be talking about in this episode. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you check out my previous episode. This is a man's world. Again, I'm not going to elaborate on what I talked about in that. You would just simply have to listen to it. Um, and yeah, so I'm just going to jump right into it for today. If you can't tell by the title, I'm going to be talking about my mental health battle. And so, like I stated before, I was going to go a complete different route with this. I was going to talk about um, growing up in a toxic household. I probably will still end up doing that um, episode. I might just post it a different day. I don't know. But um Yeah, I just kind of was thinking and I was like, you know, I always scratch the surface with my episodes, but I just want to go a little bit deeper. Um, And again, the the whole purpose of this podcast is to encourage and enlighten others. That is the goal. So if I can help anyone with any of my episodes, um, that's ultimately my goal so I can say that I have accomplished that um so yeah I'm just gonna jump right into it um I do want to give a little warning that this may be a harder episode it may be a little heavy um and I don't want you all to feel like you have to listen to it I don't want you all to feel uncomfortable Again, I'm just going to be telling my story and my battle with mental health because I've never really been open about it. But um, I feel like now that I'm in a better space, I can talk about it and it not affect me. So, again, if you feel like this is a topic that you're not comfortable with, please don't feel like you have to um, listen to the rest of this episode. Um, But, yeah, I... For starters, I am 21 years old. Um, When I was younger, there were a lot of things that occurred in my childhood. I'm not going to go into detail um, about what happened, but there were some pretty horrific situations. Um, And I can definitely say that that played a role in why my 
mental health started to decline, I guess. Um, I'm trying to see where to start with this. I want to say around maybe second or third grade, I felt myself changing. And when I say I felt myself changing, I felt my emotions changing. And so I didn't realize back then because I was young, I didn't know what depression was. I didn't know what anxiety was. I didn't know anything about mental health, but I did know that I was sad and the amount of, I don't know how to, I don't know how to phrase it, but I was sad way too often, I guess. And I know that wasn't normal. But I didn't know what to call it. I just thought that I was upset all of the time. And so I don't necessarily know um, where it started. I just know that I was like in second or third grade. Um, my mental health battle is one that I've I, I've been battling um, well, up until recently, honestly, to this day, I still kind of deal with it a little bit, but it's not as bad as it was. I never came out and told anyone. I, I kind of told a few friends, but that was it. Um, I never felt comfortable enough to tell like my family and stuff, because honestly, I didn't think that they would understand. And I didn't think that they would care honestly I didn't think that they would care so from second grade me being like seven or eight I don't know how old you're how old you are in second grade but I'm gonna just say seven from me being seven all the way up up until now me being 21 I have been dealing with these mental health disorders and what does that typically look like for me? I used to cry myself to sleep every night. Every night, I kid you not. I would lay in my room in the dark and I would just be so, so upset. And it made me mad sometimes because I didn't know what was wrong with me. I just knew that I wasn't happy. And so there was this um there was this period in my life where I had gotten really 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 skinny. And a lot of people were looking at me like, "Girl, how did you lose all of this weight so fast?" Like a lot of people thought it was because of cheerleading because I was a cheerleader around the time as well. Um, but this was before I started cheering. This was like around sixth grade. And when I say I lost a lot of weight, like drastically, I had gotten really small because fifth grade, I was, I ain't gonna lie, I was a little on the chubby side. But when sixth grade came around, I couldn't fit my clothes anymore. Like they were too big. And 
again, people wanted to blame it on cheering, but they got to understand I wasn't even cheering at that time. Um, it was because I was hardly eating. I would like go to sleep at night and I would miss out on meals or they would cook breakfast and I would literally eat like a piece of bacon and that'd be it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so that was because I was very upset again and I was very insecure with the way that I looked and it was just a lot going on. And so the easiest way for me to deal with that was to isolate myself. And so I stayed in my room all of the time. Like the only time I came out of my room was when I had to go to school, of course, or if um, I had to take a shower or use the bathroom, that was it. And I would literally go to the bathroom and go back to my room. It wasn't me going in the living room saying hey to everyone, sitting down, watching TV, having family time, none of that. It was literally go use the bathroom and go back to your room. And so that was how I kind of dealt with things for a long time. Um, I started to, uh, let's see, around seventh grade, I want to say. No, this might have been before. This might have been the sixth grade as well. Um, in sixth grade, I started to do things and I'm not going to elaborate, but I started to do things that I thought would make me feel better and they didn't. Um, and don't think I did anything sexual or like drugs or anything. I, I didn't do any of that, <laughs> but, um, I started to do things that I thought would make me feel better and it didn't. And so it was just pretty much a long journey for me. Um, it was very hard trying to get through things on my own. I felt like people would look at me and they couldn't see me. They couldn't see the fact that I was hurting. Like they couldn't see the fact that I was in pain every day. And so that made me feel like, wow, maybe they really don't care. You know what I mean? And so um, I know y'all are probably like, oh, why didn't you just tell them? Why weren't you open about it? And da, da, da. Y'all have to understand that dealing with depression is not easy. That's not just something that you open up to people about. I just, I couldn't bring myself to just go up to my family members like, hey, oh yeah, by the way, I'm depressed. Like, you know, what would that look like? <laughs> and they'd probably just be like, girl, how do you know? How do you know you're depressed? So y'all got to understand it wasn't easy to to do that. You know what I mean? So for the longest, I just dealt with it. I just dealt with it. I never said anything to anyone. Um, I tried to put on my best um, act 
I just made it like everything was okay when I was around everyone. I just made it like I was just happy-go-lucky. And truthfully, I was dying on the inside. And so, um, again, no one knew. So it was just like, it was an ongoing battle between me and my mind. And I was just trying to overcome the thoughts that I was thinking. And it was hard. I felt like my mind was winning um, almost 90% of the time. And when I was younger, back when I was in like fourth or fifth grade, I used to write these letters and I would write them as if I was writing them to my family, but I would just like either rip them up or throw them away or I would just hide them or whatever. And so basically in the letters, I would just write how I was so unhappy and how I was so insecure and how I felt like nobody cared about me and how I didn't want to be here anymore. And by here, I mean in the world. And so... um. There was one time my mom found one of my letters that I wrote and she just got really mad. She was like, why would you even say something like this? Um, like, I bet not ever see you write anything or hear you talk about this ever again. And so I just went in my room and I cried because I'm like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm not going to blame her because she probably didn't know how to deal with the situation, but I felt like. I, I would have felt a little better if she would have sat me down and was like, hey, I don't know why you're feeling like this, but you shouldn't feel this way because your family loves you and you can talk to us about anything. But it, it didn't go that route. So I felt bad. You know, I felt horrible. And so that was the last time that I really tried to get help, I guess. Um, I pretty much just went throughout my whole life just dealing with it and people, they, they talk about you and they don't understand what you're dealing with. They don't understand the toll that that can take on someone or how it could affect them. So, um, <clears throat> when I like first moved to Louisiana, I was so afraid because it was like a new environment. I was going to be around new people. I didn't know how people would act. Like, I didn't know anything. I was afraid. And sometimes I would be at school and I would hear these crazy comments. Like, people would just make comments about me like, oh, she thinks she all lad. Like, she don't talk to nobody. She thinks she too good for people and da-da-da-da. And I'm just like, no, sis, I don't think I'm too good for anybody. I'm just, my anxiety is kicking my ass right now. <laughs> so um, when I would hear those comments, it would just make me upset because I'm like, people literally don't understand. And that's why I, I don't, talk about people because you never know what someone may be going through or what someone 
may be dealing with, even the people that make it as if they have everything together, those are some of the people who may be dealing with the most. And so I just try not to talk about anyone because I I know how it feels being in that position. I know what it feels like to have people talking about you when they don't know your story or when they don't know what you've been dealing with. So it was a very uncomfortable situation for me. And the best way that I could deal with it was just continuing to stay to myself. Um, Even to this day, I'm not a very open person. I don't really like to be around a lot of people. I'm trying to change that because I don't want to spend my whole life being in a shell. So I'm trying to um, open up a little more and get to know people, but it's a very difficult thing for me to do. So, um, yeah, you know, (laughs) dealing with any type of mental health disorder is an ongoing freaking war. It's like, it's never ending. And I went to the doctor before about it and they tried to put me on medication. And I told them that I didn't want the medication because sometimes they give you these um, pills and the pills are said to make you feel better, but in reality, they make you feel worse. And so I just was like, I don't want to feel worse. I want to get better. And I know what these pills are going to do to me. So I'm not going to take them. Um, and so I just pretty much avoided medication. Um, I just wanted to see if I could find my own way to overcome this. And I've been trying to do so for the past couple of years. And it works for the most part. But there are some days where I'm just like, I can't do this. So basically, the whole point of me making this episode is to raise awareness. Um, Again, there are people who may seem like they have everything together. And I can consider myself one of those people. I know a lot of you guys, you look up to me. Well, I'm not going to say look up to me because that's a little um, arrogant. But you look at me, you look at me and it seems as if I have everything together. It seems as if I'm this positive person and I just go about my life so jolly and happily and whatever. And that's not the case or it's not always the case. There are some days when I can't even pull myself out of bed and people don't understand that. And that's why, again, I'm just trying to raise awareness. So I I don't want, I, I just want to tell everyone out there, check on your friends, check on your family, check on strangers. <laughs> even if they seem like everything is okay, even if they seem like they have it all together, there sometimes they don't. And Sometimes we just need someone to listen. You don't have to 
be the person to give us the best advice in the whole world. Sometimes all we need is just for you to listen, to feel like someone cares about what we're saying. A lot of the times we cry for help and nobody acknowledges it. So in those situations, the easiest thing to do is to remove yourself from everyone's life. And a lot of people make comments like, oh, it, it doesn't matter what you're going through. You shouldn't feel like you have to take your life. And that's very selfish. And it's selfish of you to say that, honestly. It's selfish of you to feel like you can open up your mouth and say these things to these people. Because you don't know what that feels like. Some people, and this includes me, some people, they get in these moods or they have these days where they they just don't want to fight anymore. They have these days where they just feel like, why am I still here? Why am I trying to fight when nobody cares? And the world doesn't make it easier by making these comments or ignoring their cry for help or anything of that nature. You don't make it easy by doing that. So that's why I try to stress the fact that you really need to check on your friends or your family or whomever. You really need to sit down and have an actual conversation with them and say, hey, look, I noticed that um, you haven't been coming around as much as is everything okay? And I guarantee that they will appreciate the fact that you even tried to talk to them. Again, it's as simple as asking if I'm okay. It's as simple as asking if I want to get out the house for a few hours. It's as simple as that. But um, yeah, that's pretty much... I just wanted to kind of raise a little awareness again on the fact that mental health is very much real and very much present. And the people that you least expect it will be dealing with it and will be having the worst episodes that you have, that you have ever seen, but, or whatever. Um, and I, again, I just wanted to give a little insight into my life and how it was for me. It's not a walk in a park. It's not a walk. It's not a skate. It's not a jog. It's a very difficult thing to deal with. And it doesn't just go away. You can't just snap your fingers and, oh, depression is gone. It takes time and it takes effort and it takes support. This is not something that you can do on your own. And that was a that was a major problem for me. I was just afraid of asking for help. I didn't want to ask anyone for help. I wanted to try to get through it on my own. And that's a problem. Sometimes you need help. And so nowadays, I just feel like if I'm comfortable with someone, then I'll let them know what's going on. And hopefully they try to help me. <laughs> if not, I'll just try to continue to help myself. But 
I do want to let you all know that if you listen to this episode and you feel like you are one of those people who are dealing with um, any type of mental health disorders, if you feel like you're one of those people who are afraid that you will do something that you don't want to do necessarily, please feel free to come to me. And I mean that sincerely. Everything that I talk about with anybody remains confidential. That's something that I will take to the grave with me because I know how it feels being on the other end. I know how it feels um, confiding in someone and having them going and spreading your business to everyone else. I know how that feels. And I don't believe in doing that, honestly. It's hard to trust people nowadays, but it's better to open up to someone than to just hold all of that in. So if you are one of those people, please, please, please feel free to talk to me. I promise you, like, it will stay between you and I. I will not tell anyone because it's not anyone else's business. Um, I just know how it feels to feel like you don't have anyone. And I want to be that support to those people who feel like they don't have anyone. So, um... If you need it, please take me up on my offer. It stands for as long as forever. <laughs> but um, yeah, so again, I just want to apologize if this topic is a little heavy. I know it can be, um, but I just wanted to raise awareness and let you all know that it is possible to get better. It is possible to overcome what you, whatever you feel like you can't overcome, it is possible. Um, never feel like you're unable to do so because you are. Everyone is capable of overcoming everything if they want to, one, and two, if they're able to put their mind to it and really put forth an effort to do so. Um, and yeah, so that's that's pretty much my story. I don't expect anyone to feel any type of sympathy for me that's not the purpose of this episode believe me when I say I am in a much better place than I was originally um I am every day I'm taking larger steps every day I am trying to become better and I'm trying to heal from the inside out um there's a lot of traumatic things, um, a lot of things that happen that caused me to feel the way that I feel, but I am trying to just get past those things and I'm trying to just become better overall. So thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Thank you guys for supporting and I hope and pray that I am able to encourage and reach some of you guys with this episode. Again, it is a bit of a heavier topic, but I feel as though I had to discuss it because a lot of people try to avoid this topic and I just wanted to touch base on it to let you all know that it's real. It's very real and 
some of your closest friends may be dealing with it and you won't even know. So that's why um, I try to stress the importance of checking on your friends, on your people, just to make sure that they are okay and to make sure that they remain here with us. So again, thank you guys for listening. Um, Tell a friend to tell a friend to follow my podcast on Spotify or Anchor. And yeah, I hope you all enjoyed this content for today. Um, And as always, have a blessed day and stay safe.